wrong in this situation. He took a pinch in the back. He got beamed for crying out loud. We used heart attack. Please. Managers on a major league baseball team don't make decisions. Credibility in this situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over with the Travis Bob Pro The castration of the major league baseball managers, we know it. Ask me about my winner. Two of the most obvious things that have been brought up after one game of the 2022 World Series is that JT Realmuto is better than James McCann. And believe it or not, a couple years ago go by, there were actually people that did not believe that. And, you know, you look at the Phillies catcher and him leading his team to a Game 1 victory in the World Series, you don't have to throw stats out there to prove the obvious. Justin Verlander is the worst World Series pitcher in the history of the sport. He, you, you talk about Earl Weaver. Earl Weaver was known for effing up World Series. That's Bill Holler in 1980 during an argument that they had on the baseball field that was mic'd up. Yeah, Verlander's a dude that, for whatever reason, can win as many Cy Youngs as he wants, can dominate during a regular season, could uh, you know, potentially even win 300 games. You know, He's revolutionized his career with Houston after being one of the greats to pitch for the Detroit Tigers. And, it, and that's in their illustrious history. Not just for you know a handful of seasons. Justin Verlander's a great regular season pitcher. He can't pitch in a World Series. Free agency at some point is going to hit up. And you've heard me on this program a couple different times talk about um, maybe a little bit of a changing of the guard as far as New York being the mecca, the destination, the place where people want to play. And a lot of it has to do with a change in society. And we think about... Uh, people maybe being a little more sensitive now, but people perhaps being a little more needy if you wanted to word it in your own favor. But you think about major free agents out there, such as Jacob deGrom, who could have easily opted into a couple more years, three more years with the Mets, and been one of the highest paid pitchers in baseball. He clearly chose to not do that. When he came back, he was getting ready to pitch this year, says, you know, screw you, I'm opting out. He didn't even leave it up for a decision. He, it wasn't conjecture. He didn't even leave it up for any sort of discussion to be held amongst the media people out there. Aaron Judge, yeah, you can tell he's very guarded in a lot of the things he says. He hasn't said, hey, I want to be a Yankee for life. And that is very different from a lot of stars of Yankee past. Because I think there was a mystique and something that used to be special to be a Yankee. Now listen, there are a few people that have the opportunity to be Derek Jeter. There's few people that have the opportunity to be Joe DiMaggio, to be Mickey Mantle, to even be Reggie Jackson, and of course the legends before him like Ruth and Garrick. There's an aspiration to want to be the Yankee captain, the Yankee of the future. And if this was, let's say, 1972 or 1982 or even 1992, I could see Aaron Judge actually playing the, hey, Yankee card. And you've heard me talk about this before. You could go back in the past PBS archives. And I've discussed uh, the Yankees and their interest in holding the brand over the player. And it's something that worked in the late 90s, worked in the early part of 2000s, worked even up through A-Rod, even though the Yankees made a mistake, you know, maybe a, a mistake in uh, hindsight, even though they were competing against themselves for the, the long deal of A-Rod. But with that came 
the passing of George Steinbrenner. With that came at some point the passing of Hank Steinbrenner, even though Hank was not involved in really the the business aspect of the New York Yankees like Hal was. And Hal has, has seemed to care more about not overpaying. Um, he doesn't seem to be interested in that you know mega deal where the player is going to be the highest paid player in baseball. And to me, that is even the smaller entity or the smaller part of the argument that I want to bring forth to you today. Because the Yankees and their brand will get up to a certain point and it'll get some credit. You'll believe in a Yankee brand up to a point, especially if you're a Yankee fan. If you're a diehard Yankee fan, you think of the 27 World Series championships. You think of the 120 illustrious years that they've had as being one of the best, if not the best team in the entire world of sports. It doesn't matter that the World Series championships came before you were born. And that's not even, once again, not even a relevant part of this discussion. New York, as it's set to be the mecca, and for years has been spoken about being the place where players want to go to. Players want to win in New York because it's better to win in New York than anybody else. And I'm going to question that. And I'm actually going to show you through a couple different examples of why that is not the case anymore. Case in point number one is the New York Knicks and Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, we know very well, ends up being sold out whether the Knicks are good or the Knicks are bad. You know, corporations in New York City, they they buy tickets. They buy tickets in bulk. They use the tickets as part of a way to lure new clients in. So the amount of tickets that are part of the capacity of Madison Square Garden are always going to be sold out, whether or not people are showing up or not. And obviously, if the Knicks are doing well, it might be a little more of a hot ticket. But if the Knicks are struggling... The majority of their games are going to be sold out. The majority of the tickets that they have for each game are going to be paid for. Now, there was a time, and if you go back to when the Knicks added Carmelo Anthony prior to that signed Amari Stoudemire, the talk was the stars of the game may benefit more by playing in New York than anywhere else. And that that held some water up to a certain point. You know, imagine being in a packed house, whether the team's winning or losing. Um, the fans in New York City, the city that never sleeps, the fact that people are going to be up all night obsessing, the media capital of the world. There's no more people covering um, the New York Knicks or any New York sports team. Um, you know, there's certainly more people in the media there than there is anywhere else in the country. And all of a sudden, it didn't become a thing for players to want to play in New York. LeBron James could give a shit about playing in New York. Kevin Durant didn't want to play for the Knicks. He said, hey, I'll go to New York with Kyrie Irving, but I'll go play in Brooklyn. And you got to admit that the, the thing that exists with the Nets as opposed to the Knicks is the same thing that exists with the Mets as it goes to the Yankees, the Jets as it goes to the Giants. You could be a fan of either one of those teams, and you could be just as passionate, just as much care about the likeness of the team or the failure or the success of that team, but know that, you know what? There's more Yankee fans than Met fans. There's more Nick fans than Net fans. But the point that I'm trying to get into here is that New York and basketball is not the place to go. People could care less. LeBron James could go to Los Angeles. He could go to Miami. 
He could go anywhere else he wants. Why does he want to go to New York? What is it about New York that makes it so much more luring to a player as opposed to going anywhere else? And here's the one thing that changed over time. It changed certainly in baseball. You get paid the same amount of money. You get paid the same amount of money to play in San Francisco than you can to play in New York. You get the same amount of money to play in Texas as you can in New York. And in other states, guess what? There's no state income taxes. So you're actually bringing home more of the money than you would be in New York where you're getting taxed at a higher rate than you are anywhere else in the country. So what is it? And I'm telling you, if if you are a diehard New York sports fan, what is it about New York that would make any player want to play there as opposed to anywhere else? Because New York used to have that it. There used to be something about playing in New York, winning in New York, succeeding in New York, that made it a little superior to other sport to other cities. Ask Mark Messier. Mark Messier believes that. Reggie Jackson, I'm sure, believes that. So there are examples of athletes that have come to New York and really seen that it, that it that we can't really talk about right now because as you look at free agency as it's pending in baseball, there's a very good likelihood that two of the biggest stars in the city of New York, Aaron Judge and Jacob DeGrom, are going to choose to play elsewhere. DeGrom's going to be an interesting discussion because the Mets may have more money than anywhere else. He may get an offer from the New York Mets and their owner, Steve Cohen, that might be more money than he could get playing anywhere else. And he might actually make a conscious decision to go play in Texas, to go play in Atlanta, to go play somewhere else, not because of logistics, not because of location, not because it's better for his family or any other bullshit that he's going to throw your way. Um, Insert your Mike Hampton quote of the Colorado school system. The reason that he ended up signing a big deal with the Colorado Rockies as opposed to staying with the New York Mets in the 2000 offseason. He might decide to sign somewhere else because he wants to get out of New York. And Aaron Judge, you, know, you think a guy goes out there, he's going to win the MVP this year. I mean, it, you, know, you could talk about the Otani-Judge discussion, and I think there's some merit to it, but what Judge has done this year is worthy of a most valuable player. You want to have Otani finish second in the MVP? You want him to win the Cy Young? Who really in the American League? If you look at Justin Verlander in the World Series, he's effing up World Series. And I know it's a regular season award, but you may want to consider not giving Verlander to Cy Young this year. Match Shohei Otani's season he's had against them. Yes, the Astros are a better team. Verlander has a lot more to do with the fact that the Astros are a good team than Otani with the Angels, who have been terrible. I don't want to talk about the MVP or Cy Young. Yankee fans booed Aaron Judge in the playoffs this year. And once again... I'm going to get into a part that really bothers me and the thing that bothers me the most about New York sports fans. New York sports fans, led by the media, really do feel like they're superior to other sports fans in other places. And you've heard me talk about this before. I said, hey, it's great to feel that way. It's great to have their con- that confidence. It's great to love your team as much as you do. And I'm totally cool with that. But the reason that you're not the greatest sports fans in the country 
is because if you asked any other sports fans in any other region, they would not agree with you. If the New York sports fans weren't far and, and, and long the greatest sports fans in the country, you'd ask people in Boston and they say, you know what, the, the people in Boston really love their teams, but those New York fans really go at it a little bit better than we do. Who the hell has ever said that? You know, say in Philadelphia, hey, you know, the Philadelphia fans, they really love the Eagles and the Phillies and the 76ers and the Flyers, but those New York sports fans really go at it a little bit better. Who the hell has ever said that? So that there's your argument. New York sports fans are the greatest sports fans in the country. Shot down. There's no way you could come back at me and tell me that this argument that you may have makes any freaking sense at all. So there you go. Case closed. Sports fans and greatest sports fans in the country is all subjective. It all depends on who you root for. It all depends on who your bias is. Philadelphia fans think they're the best in the country. Detroit fans think they're the best in the country. Miami fans think they're the best in the country. Milwaukee fans think they're the best in the country. Boise, Idaho fans think they're the best in the friggin' country. It's all subjective. So, players such as Aaron Judge and Jacob DeGrom actually might decide to walk away. Because they could do what they do. Aaron Judge could go out there and win MVPs. He could make the most money per year on an annual basis or have a record-setting contract. And he doesn't have to play in New York to do it. He doesn't have to deal with the nastiness of New York's fans who not only think they're superior, but they use that superiority complex in a way to try to bully the players that play for their respective teams. And I'm going to talk about something that may bother some fans. I argued with Mets fans over this last year. And I think it's worth bringing up again. There was a moment where the Mets were struggling in 2021. 103 games in first place. They were kind of on their free fall, on their way out of the division lead, which ended up going to the Atlanta Braves. The Mets missed the playoffs that season. And fans obviously have the right to be upset. But did the players that play for a respective team in the year of 2021 feel betrayed by their fans? And my conjecture is yes. I believe that they did. I apologize for coughing every once in a while. I was just I was just sick last week. I'm getting better. The issue that I have with fans, you got the right to be upset. You got the right to express that. You got the right to be high as anything when things are going well and be down in the dumps when things are not going so well. The players don't feel like they're getting support for the fans. If the, fan, if the players go in and play there and they're like, it doesn't feel like a home field advantage. If they go to their own ballpark and the game starts and the first pitch is a ball one to the opposition and they hear a bunch of assholes booing already, they're going to look at each other and say, the hell are we playing for? You know, If you don't have the fans that are supporting your own team, if the players don't believe that their own respective fans are rooting for their own team's success, then what do the players have to play for? And the word is getting out there, not just in baseball, but in all of sports, that New York isn't really the best place to play anymore. The fans don't really have so much loyalty towards the respective players. 
Aaron Judge can go out there and hit 62 home runs, and if he strikes out four times in a playoff game, the fans are going to boo him off the field because they really feel that way. They don't have any ties or care or respect for the players that are wearing a very uniform that they happen to be rooting for. And I got an issue with that. My issue doesn't matter because I'm not going to dictate whether players want to play in New York or not. What I'd be concerned about is what Jacob deGrom thinks. What I'd be concerned about is what Aaron Judge thinks. And when I go back last year and the Mets to have 103 days in first place, go through a little bit of a free fall, find at the same time while they're struggling that their fans could give a shit about them. Their fans have bailed on them. Their fans aren't going to give them any sort of support. Somebody had an idea of saying, hey, if we get a big hit, let's do the whole thumbs down thing. Now, that got treated terribly, and it should have. You know, it's not good optics to do that. The fans, who I, I think were wrong in the first place, had the right to be upset. The owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, had the right to be upset. You know, if they decided to talk to the players and stop doing that, I had no issue with it. But coming back a calendar year later, 365-plus days later, I kind of see where it comes from. There's few other regions in the country that unless things go bottom out and awful, they're not going to treat their players the way the New York fans treat their players. And if Aaron Judge could win an MVP, which he will this year, can hit 62 home runs more than any player in the history of the American League, and get booed in a postseason game on his free agent year, then why the hell would he want to play in New York? If he can get a contract from somewhere else and the dollars could be the same or better. Why would Jacob deGrom want to play in a city where he's won two Cy Youngs, he's pitched in a World Series, he's made the All-Star team multiple times, his 21 and 22 seasons, if you put them together, are, are, you know, are some of the most epic stats that you could ever imagine. It's like Bob Gibson's 68 shit. And if he doesn't feel like he gets the support for the fans, if he feels like the media has stood on a soapbox and feels like they can treat players however they want, he's got the right to leave as well. But my question to you, that diehard New Yorker, that New Yorker that feels like you're never going to change, what does that say when Jacob DeGrom walks in free agency and signs with the Texas Rangers? What does that say when Aaron Judge walks away in free agency and signs with the San Francisco Giants? Are you ever going to change? Yeah, I retweeted a Phil Hughes tweet. Hey, would, essentially, fans, would you change your perspective if you realized you booed Aaron Judge out of New York and he doesn't want to play there anymore? Once again, that pompous and arrogant New York fan, I look you in the eye right now and I ask you, what is it about New York that makes it so superior? Because the players don't believe in the mystique anymore. The players don't believe that winning in New York is so much better than winning somewhere else. You know, JT Real Muto, who could have signed with the Mets. Mets didn't offer him anything. Uh, Zach Wheeler was a Met. He didn't sign with the Mets. Bryce Harper, I wanted to see sign with the Mets. Noah Syndergaard was a free agent this past season. I thought he was coming back to the Mets. Those guys could all win a World Series championship right now. And it would certainly be better 
than any World Series championship they've won before. Right? Because none of those players have won before. So you tell me any one of those players or any other player in free agency that for that matter that's won a World Series before would say, hey, the next step would be to go win one in New York. And I, I conclude with this point right here because there was a point where it really was something. Winning in New York for Reggie Jackson was better than winning in Oakland. Winning in New York was better for Mark Messier than it was winning in Edmonton. So there was a time where winning in New York trumped winning in any other region or any other sports town or city or state. It's not the case anymore. Some of it has to do with sensitivity. Players read everything. Everybody can throw a comment in there. And you know what? Players are more sensitive now than they were 30 years ago. They also make a lot more money than they did then. And once again, there's nothing about playing in New York that's going to make it financially better now like it would have been 20 or 30 years ago. So once again, why would a player, all things equal, choose New York? Or you, that pompous and arrogant New York fan that really thinks that your shit doesn't stink. Once again, I'm looking you in the eye. You. What makes you so much better than anybody else? Because you keep up with this type of attitude. You're finding all over the world, all over the country, people are changing, people are evolving. If you're not going to evolve, you're going to have New York sports teams wondering, what is it? The Giants, 2011. Over 10 years have gone by without a New York professional sports championship. This is the Past Ball Show brought to you by JohnPielli.com by St. Wishes Church in Jackson, New Jersey by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. We'll get, we'll get this podcast up there. I'm really interested in your thoughts, especially the New York sports fans. You know, if you want to argue with me, argue with me. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I do want to hear some logic from your perspective because you, you may not like some of the things that I've said, but there is a lot of truth to it. Aaron Judge and Jacob DeGrom in their press conferences talk about how they're happy to be out of New York. That's an indictment on you. That's nothing that they did wrong. And if players, like in basketball, LeBron James didn't come to New York because he didn't, what, what has he got to deal with extra bullshit when he can win a championship in Miami, he could win a championship in Cleveland, he could win a championship in Los Angeles. He could still have his place amongst the echelon of greats to ever play in the NBA. He might be ranked number one without New York. Who needs New York anymore? We'll be back with you sometime this week. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side. Chris Bryant was on the Chicago Cubs roster opening day. Why don't you give it all or a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on it in my life. Now they've come out as the biggest Major League Baseball manager apologist. It'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially prospect whores and hoarders. Are you going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this? I'm going to do the dude to the dude.
disguises another dude. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Connie Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer. And what side of the spectrum they're on? Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and a ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if you were a fan of the team that was batting and a ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100%, unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at him. They put their tail between their legs, decided they're going to do exactly what they're told. You damn well right better give him a contract extension. You damn well right better make him the manager over the next series of years. 35 years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion.